Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. He's a guy who's been game planning against the White Sox for the last 10 years. He (laughs) knows exactly what this team is, and he knows what the organization is. So since he does know that, he knew yesterday to hammer home that under Pedro Grafol, this will be a fundamentally sound baseball team. Mm. He said on our show yesterday that when you pick up the ball in the outfield, you got to know to hit the cutoff man. He's speaking directly to what this team didn't do right last year and hasn't done right for the last few years. And that's not all Tony's fault. That's Joe McEwing not coaching outfielders properly. That's Joe McEwing not coaching base runners properly. That's Daryl Boston not coaching outfielders and infielders properly. Like that, There's a reason why this team had the, the lax attitude that they have had the last two years. It wasn't just Tony La Russa. It's everything that they surrounded themselves with. So the problems are going to be gone. Daryl Boston's gone. Joe McEwing's gone. Frank Menachino's gone. The guys who knew what they were doing and helped this organization are staying. Ethan Katz is staying. Bullpen coach Kurt Hassler is staying. Um, what do you think about the What do you think about the fact that he's kept Ethan Katz? I mean, I, I love that. And, and I, he he talked about that with us yesterday, and it was like one of his one of his qualifiers. Like, I'm not coming in here unless Ethan Katz stays. Yeah, and I so, like that he said Ethan Katz is going to help him, you know, bridge that, you know, the the the, the coaching staff to the players, and he's yeah. someone that really, you know, identified with them. That made me feel good too. Yeah, because we because we felt that way about Ethan Katz. Yeah, but to know that the new manager feels that way, and and obviously the players felt that way. So to see all that come together, that feels good too. It, it does feel good, and it, the the fact that he's bringing Charlie Montoya with him, and a, a guy who, I mean, not the most successful manager of all time, but by any means, he got canned in, in Toronto and then they went on to win a lot of games, but one of the most respected bench coaches in all of baseball. Yeah, and brain. I loved, I loved the fact that when Rick Hahn asked Pedro in their first interview or second interview, you know, when we're talking about a staff, who do you think you'd want to bring along as a bench coach? Let's just, let's throw those names out there. And Pedro's first answer was Charlie Montoyo. And apparently all along, that's who Rick wanted. Mm. So Rick let him answer, no, hoping that he was going to give the same answer that Rick mm. had been thinking. And, and, and they meshed perfectly on that. It's it's the perfect guy to bring with you when – to have a former manager as your bench coach when you're taking your first managerial job in baseball, <laughs> you kidding great. me? Yeah, right. Charlie Montoyo is incredibly respected and also bilingual. Um, I think he's – is he Puerto Rican? Oh, I should know that if he is. I oh, think man. He's Puerto Rican. All right. Let me look that up while you're talking. Um, so it, more than anything, I just I, – I feel a sense of comfort. 
I feel a sense of comfort in this organization with this organization that I haven't felt in a very long time. I don't feel negative. I feel hopeful. I am optimistic. I am everything that you associate with positivity and happiness right yeah. now. And I don't, I don't really ever say that in both my personal life and talking about the White Sox. Yeah, he is Puerto Rican, born in Florida, Puerto Rico, to be specific. Okay. Um, so I get a knockoff on my Puerto Rican status right there. Uh, let me ask you this though, because I think it's one thing to be excited about a manager, but there comes a, there's going to come a moment right where we have to settle in and and talk about expectations and and what are yours for this White Sox team, you know, moving forward. I mean, obviously there's still the whole free agency period to happen and we don't know who the actual complete roster is going to be, but just right now, I mean, with a new manager and this team that is in place, what are your expectations for the 2023 Chicago White Sox? Well, I, I don't expect them to spend any money, uh, not real money anyway. Um, they, they really tried to emphasize that yesterday that they believe in this core and that there's, there's, you can't just fix everything with money. So I expect them to go forward with what they have. Um, Sans Jose Abreu, I don't think they'll trade Eloy. I don't think they're, they're going to trade Robert, of course not. I don't think they're going to trade Moncada. I, I, maybe Gavin Sheets. Um, I think Andrew Vaughn stays. But my expectation at bare minimum is a division championship. Hmm. It's it's The AL Central is so fucking bad. It's the yeah, let's not forget the twins. The twins aren't going to be with Carlos Correa, right? I mean, you know, Buxton's yeah, always yeah, hurt. Yeah, so, like, I'm you're worried about the sure. you're worried about you know a Cleveland Indians team who has a Shane Bieber that's a year older who they might move on from because they can get some assets in return. So the, the, the AL Central is right there for the taking. Yeah, yeah. I, at, at bare minimum, I expect a division championship. What about you? Yeah, I mean, for for me, I feel the exact same way. I think for me, it comes with wins. I, I, I'm looking at a number. In particular, I don't want to win the AL Central with 86, 85 wins because you're in a shitty division. I, I want to win it confident, or excuse me, uh, yeah, confidently. I want to. I think I want to. I want to hit 90 wins. To be very honest with you, I think we did that first year with Tony Larusa, and I want to get back to that space where you know the team is contributing. I want to score a lot more runs. I think that's something that the White Sox struggled in in the beginning of the season, just not getting out to fast starts. I know a couple of years ago, they were always coming back from behind in the seventh, eighth, ninth. I think it was like most runs out of any MLB, MLB team in uh, seventh, eighth, ninth. So I, I don't want to be in that position where we're having to chase runs, you know, out there. Let's let's get out there. Let's establish it. And then I mean, I have expectations about the, the pitching. What is the pitching going to look like? What's that rotation going to look like? Are you going to be able to get the best out of Giolito? Like I, I'm looking for the coach to be able to coach guys, right? And so I need Pedro Grafal to get in there and, and fix the things that we felt like were wrong with the squad that we didn't think should be wrong with the team, right? Specifically Giolito, um, you know, getting Lance Lynn to pitch, you know, obviously get, getting him a whole um, uh, spring training so that that way he can come out and be healthy, you know, get him, get him his days off, his spot rests. Those are the things that I'm looking forward to so that Lance can, you know, be above 500. I'm looking at, uh, you know, like I said, Giolito to be hovering around 500, you know, Dylan Cease to stay on his hot streak, like no regression from him. I mean, these are the things that I want. I want Luis Robert playing 120 games, right? And so if that means, you know, sit him every three, regardless of who you're playing, then, or every, you know, and that's what I, that's what I want. So for me, expectations are just managing the team to the best of his ability so that that way you can be in a position where you're not fighting or, or in the last two weeks of the season, you know, worried that you play the Twins four times and you got to win three out of four. In order. No, I don't want that shit. My expectations are to be, Sitting pretty come, you know, come September where you have a comfortable lead and you just got to do what you've been doing in order to be in that position. I want to be locked into a, 
to a, I would, I would, I would love, I know there's a lot of pressure, but I would love to be in a situation where you get that first round by you're not playing in that first, you know, series. And it, and it's not to say that we're, my expectations are to win the world series or to, to win the AL, but at least put us in that position where we're up there, where we've, we've, we've handled the AL central, like you mentioned, but, but also we're not in the, in this mushy middle with the other teams that are there. We've allowed ourselves and earned, earned a spot to get that first round by. How sad is it that our expectations are for the new manager to just get out of the players what they are? <laughs> How sad is that? <laughs> that's, that's, because we know who we have. How, we know who's out there. You want them to just win 90 games. But they, no, no, but, but you said they, it best, Shane. You said you said it best. And then you make, make sure you repeat that shit on the radio. It, 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 it's, re, it's a regression, not even to the mean. Like that's what that was last year. It was below that. And and so when we when our expectations are to get our guys to play, it's because we've already seen it. We're not asking for Pedro Griffal to make to do a miracle and to get get something out of these guys that we haven't seen before. We're simply asking you to just go back to where we were. Let's get back to where we were, where these guys were playing. That's crazy. Get out of them what they are. It's not. It's, it's this. This shouldn't be so difficult. And that's and it last year even made talking about it difficult. We hated doing this podcast. Yes. Hated it. And yes. now I'm considering continuing continuing to do it for the 2023 oh. season. I don't know in, about you, but in the in the contract for you right there? <laughs> maybe. I, I'm I'm considering not fighting my involvement <laughs> in, in this podcast. And Pedro Grafol has done that for me. If he can do that for me, what can he do for those baseball players? Yeah. You Just know they're feeling get good. them to be what they are. Right. Provide it, an environment that people feel comfortable, that the players want to be in. Provide yeah. an environment that players from outside of the organization look at and say, damn, I wish our culture was what Pedro Grafol established in Chicago. Yeah. Be you, the guy who changes the direction of the organization. Yeah. It's not a lot to ask for. Simple. Believability, man. Like that's all, That's all we need here in Chicago is believability, and we have the guys to do it. You know who I'm, who my heart is sore for, is Jose Abreu. You know, I think about him getting a yeah. Cuban, a Cuban manager after all these years. You know, on the team. Yeah, you heard a little. I heard a little bit for him in my soul because I know he's like talking to his agent, like, all right, just tell him one million. Yeah. <laughs> tell him one million. I'll do it for a million. I'll, I'll go back. Yeah, it's but, tough, man. Because that was that was addressed in the presser yesterday. It, it, uh, uh, coach asked it. I can't remember. Uh, can't remember his name. Everybody knows Coach. Uh, uh, he asked, it's just straight up. Do you want Jose Abreu here? And like, you can't talk specifically about players. You can't talk specifically about plans and show your hand. But Pedro just said, I think every major league baseball team wants Pedro, wants Jose Abreu, mm. and that's mm. that's what it is. But the log jam, it's just. It's, I, I, it's real it's there oh man it's tough because you, you can't we've talked about it over and over here and i've i've wrapped my mind in into a pretzel trying to figure out a way to justify keeping him here but if he's here his the only position he can play is first base yeah. i mean you're gonna have a guy who's used to playing 155 games and ask him to play 60 what are you gonna pay why are you paying for that yeah yeah, it's tough. God, damn it, it sucks. I know. I didn't mean to bring it up, but I had it's to. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. So overall, we're feeling pretty positive, you'd say. I got I gotta admit, man, I'm I'm in a really good place um right now mentally about this team. And and it's very rare where you well, no, it's not rare, but I'm at a place, I'm back to a place where I'm like, can we start the season already? Yeah, okay. 
can we get can we get this thing going? Because I, I I'm excited and I can't yeah. wait to see how what it looks like. Well, hopefully in our next episode we're talking about the hire of a first base coach, a third base coach, a uh, a hitting coach, a catching coach. Hopefully in our next episode next week we have an idea of the kind of baseball man Pedro Grafal wants to bring around this team. Do you have any predictions on uh, on who's going to be the first base coach? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be. Um... It's going to be Jose Ab- Abreu. Okay. <laughs> jo- Jose Abre. Yeah. Abre is going to be coaching first base. Player yeah, coach. You know what? Maybe that's maybe he'll retire and he'll just join the staff. See, I'm sure he. I, what's funny is that that doesn't seem far fetched. No, it doesn't. You know, it doesn't seem far fetched at all in the least bit. But, but but you see, you know, you know, uh, Boston and McEwing are going to get jobs within the organization again anyway. Oh, of course. Yeah. Shout out to Jerry Reinsdorf, man. You know, I, I love loyal people. As I long do as love, not on the, the as long as not on the roster, side, right? I, yeah. As long as not there, but as long but, as they have no influence on how the the, the guys play the game, give them whatever whatsoever. job you want to. Get. Yeah, exactly. So it would be interesting. Uh, no, no predictions at all. Okay. Um, but I, again, I just, I really, 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 I might catch a flight to Arizona just to see the team up close and personal come spring training, man. Yeah. I, I, I think I might have to just so I can be able to talk about the team in a different way, you know. That's Gabe Ramirez at Chicago underscore Gabe on Instagram and Twitter. I'm Shane Reardon at Shane underscore Reardon on Twitter and Shane's Meat on Instagram. This is the Southsiders podcast for our producer, Tyler. Thank you very much for listening. We'll talk to you next week.